Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey! Thanks for listening to the Two Pros and a Cup of Joe podcast with Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox, and myself, LeVar Arrington. Make sure you catch us live weekdays, 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern or 3 a.m. to 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. You can find your local station for the Two Pros and a Cup of Joe show over at FoxSportsRadio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. My chocolate star. I've had a few, uh, but not that many. I'm Eddie Garcia. I'm walking in my crib saying, Yeah, you say. Uh, I wonder if Jerry Jones was playing this song. <laughs> yeah, we when, get to the when, he, of that? when he met his uh, met his eventual baby mama, I, w- I wonder what song was playing. I mean, can uh, you please like I I I just need to know the details, Lee. Like I just need to know the details. I, 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 this is an old story, right? I think yep. it was like her mom, I believe, originally signed up right for some sort of settlement, right? Yeah, correct. And now she's trying to prove. That he is indeed her father. And if that's the case, I think, you know, she's going to look back and try to make a case for the 18 years of which were missed, where her mom signed her up for her, and, and obviously she was unknowing of this. Well, so. she she was signed in a, as part of a confidentiality agreement, and she brought Correct. in the case that saying that she should not be held to it because it was her mother who signed right, the confidentiality agreement. Right. All right, and in the end, is all of this being done to squeeze him? Is she trying to squeeze him? Like, what? What? What is the ultimate? You know, I think she just wants a hug, Levar. That's it. That's the only thing she wants from this. That's it. Oh, is that it? That's it. That was all so. she wanted was him to hug her and say. And, and I will it, say this: at, at fifty-four years old, Jerry Jones getting it in. Oh yeah. I mean, dang, ninety-eight, yeah. huh? And apparently not flying private. And wasn't flat because I thought when we talked about, it, I was like, "Why?" I mean, he's on a private jet, right? But he was American at the Airlines. American Airlines. Okay, talk about hostile behavior. I just, I'm still curious as to what she's looking for. Like you said, that there was an agreement that she got it at certain ages, right? Yes, lump sums at 21, 26, and 28. She's 27 now. 
Um, his uh, Jerry Jones attorney says that she's gotten over three million dollars, uh, that being her mother, over uh, in child support, as well as he's paid his her full tuition to SMU, bought her a seventy thousand dollar Range Rover for. Her oh, so he's already birthday. been doing this for her. Yes. See, wow. So I mean, so what is she suing for? If he's already supporting her, what is she? I think it's a you know a psychological. She, she to... wants to be able to claim who her father is. Her her apparently her mother's marriage disintegrated because of this uh, affair, and she wants to be able to psychologically be able to, to say who her real father is. She wants to be able to call uh, him her daddy. She wants to I mean, to be. I mean, why can't she just say that's my dad? Like. Hello, like my it's my but, you're my he, dad. but if he won't acknowledge you, that'd be tough. He's yeah, not going to acknowledge you either way. What do you mean? Just I mean, give her one. Has. Just give her a percentage of the team. We're fine. <laughs> what? I'm just saying. Do you think that make her feel better? Well, yeah, I mean, like that. I mean, you want to acknowledge? If that's me. what's going to make her feel better, then then this is not genuinely rooted in what it is that we're talking about. Yeah, right. I mean, having one percent of the Dallas Cowboys, which would be amazing. But that doesn't legitimize you being the the offspring I mean, of, listen, of the owner. I'm trying to get my kid to learn how to put his monster trucks away. Like I don't even know what this world is you guys are talking about. I'm just I got try- my own problems. I'm just trying to understand what. Like okay, so you get legal legal justification that you well, are the being dad. Awfully defensive of Jerry Jones here. No, yes. no, no. I'm just trying to understand it. You love the Cowboys. I do not love the he Cowboys. He has turned the page, Brady. He loves the Cowboys. I do not. I was just trying to understand it. Got hate you your heart, it. let it out. <laughs> oh my gosh! I mean, does she get the, does she get uh, the ben, benefit of the the grounding rule? Oh, no, come on! Oh, <laughs> is, she, wow. is she is she up for? She could just throw the ball anywhere she wants to throw it, and I know. <laughs> there's no penalty. I mean, because that kind of seems like what what it feels like here, like. Hey, just make it back to the line of scrimmage. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no harm, no foul. I will get it. All right. Well, let's move hey, on. Hey, man. Let's move on. <laughs> like, and I'm know, doing blue chew reads. <laughs> Go figure. Know, like, <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if Sherry was on the blue chew at that moment. Oh, wow. Oh, my goodness. I mean, I mean, they did say it gives you that extra amount of confidence. <laughs> you know <what> I mean? <laughs> How about that blue chew? It is two pros and a cup of Joe here on Fox I mean, Sports Radio. The Cowboys are blue. Yeah. You it, know what I mean? It, it all adds up. And uh, special cowboy pill. And all the uh, <laughs> cowboy blue chew. <laughs> You imagine they start making, they start putting team logos on. <laughs> get your, t- I mean, get your favorite team logo you on something. your you, Bluetooth. You want to cater to some of these NFL fanboys? You put a, you put their team's logo on a Bluetooth. Everybody's buying them. Hey, you know what's funny about that is you're probably right. I swear to God, <laughs> you're right. You start seeing people like, why is this man high stepping down the hallway? <laughs> you, you put a team logo on anything, they'll be, like, oh god, I gotta have it. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> He's doing the Deion Sanders. Hey, you going fishing or something? <laughs> oh, I think this is Atlanta Falcons night tonight. <laughs> <laughs> you ready, baby? Hey, give me a dirty bird. <laughs> By the way, if they do pull hey, it, give me a dirty bird. 
<laughs> Make it extra dirty. Oh, man. Um, <laughs> That's so good. Well, listen, uh, here's what we know. Uh, we are doing this show live here from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there in unmatched selection, fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. So there's uh, kind of an interesting little, and, and who knows, this could all be a bunch of crap, but there is some speculation that the Atlanta Falcons, who are in the market for a quarterback, if you don't believe us, you can just listen to Raheem Moore say, if we had better quarterback play, I wouldn't be here last year. They're in the market for a quarterback, and there's some speculation that maybe it isn't Justin Fields that they've got their eye on. Maybe it's Kirk Cousins, that he could be sort of the top priority for them for the offseason. And you've got a couple of different people that are saying that. Paul Allen from KFAN, uh, who's the voice of the Vikings, uh, he's talked about it, that Kirk Cousins is number one on their list of quarterbacks they'd be interested in. And then you also had Zach Klein of WSB-TV, who told Dukes and Bell sort of the thinking in Atlanta when it comes to Kirk Cousins as their quarterback. Everybody I talk to says the logical thing is for them to draft, uh, not go to draft. They want to go for uh, a, a veteran move. All eyes, all arrows, everything points towards Kirk Cousins. You know, Arthur Blank has basically told this front office staff, do what you got to do, pay what you got to pay, get it done. So everybody I talk to, agents, uh, other coaches and scouts, uh, guys around the league, that's the feeling that they are saying. What they are hearing is that the Falcons will put all their attention on Kirk Cousins moving forward. You guys buying it. Um, I, I would say this. I mean, clearly there, there's two ways of looking at this. Veteran guy who's proven and they feel like they have a roster that can win now because that's, you know, bringing in a guy that you feel like still have some questions to answer or a rookie. I mean, you're you're going through the same thing you were just going through with Desmond Ritter, you know, basically. So I, I could see that perspective, that standpoint. I, I'm a little hesitant, though, to wonder how legitimate it would be um, the the one thing I'll say in their favor is the system will be very similar to what he's running in Minnesota. Zach Robinson is going to run something very similar to what Kevin O'Connell's running. Both stem from Sean McVay's coaching tree, so that system will be almost the same. So verbiage wise, it won't be as big of an adjustment. I, I I guess I just look at it and say, all right, is this another Hall of Fame move by Kirk Cousins? Like we we've seen him throughout the course of his career, he is in the Hall of Fame of business in the NFL. And we heard a report about a month or two ago, I think it was, that Minnesota wasn't going to sign him to a fully guaranteed deal like they did, you know, the the last time. And I wonder if this is just a leverage play, where your agent's trying to put some stuff out there to drum up, you know, some interest because these, these are all media folks. And if, if you don't present it like it's coming from the team or from some of these different angles, then it's going to sound like it came from the agent, so it doesn't sound as credible. But the way it's being proposed and positioned sounds like it could be coming from an agent. Mm. So all I'm saying is if you are Kirk Cousins and his representation and you're a free agent and you're trying to maximize, you know, which he always does, his market value, and get that fully guaranteed deal like I'm sure he's still looking for, You've got to bring someone else to the party. Can't just be negotiating with Minnesota. You bring in Atlanta, probably not Pittsburgh because they can't structure the contract the way he would want, and maybe they don't want to go that route anyway. But you have to bring another another person to the party, and that's mm-hmm. where Atlanta comes into play. 
So where did this report come from? Where did it originate from? So K-Fan, uh, Paul Allen of K-Fan, he said that Kirk Cousins is they're the, the guy that they're most interested at quarterback. And then you also had Zach Klein of WSB TV. So nothing official from. No, neither team. These yeah, are it's, so... it's radio personalities, one from Minnesota and then one from Atlanta. Well, if it didn't come from a, a inside source at, at the Falcons camp, I, I don't think there's any real weight to it. I mean, if you start hearing Raheem Morris or, or you heard it from Arthur, uh, blank, Arthur Blank, Blanks. Yeah, blank. Why am I thinking Billy Blanks? Yeah. All right. Um, if you hear, if you heard it from from Arthur Blank or or someone of 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 an official, you know, capacity to to the organization, then this becomes a conversation, you know. But until then, it, it's more or less, you know, what is Minnesota going to do? And and Minnesota has to take take. Listen, I I say this. Baltimore took a risk with Lamar Jackson last year. Baltimore did with Lamar Jackson, and it worked out for them. So if I'm if I'm Minnesota, I'm I'm sitting there like, hey, look, if the market says that I can put a uh, because uh, they put the franchise tag on him, right? Or, or are they going to? No, they can't. For they can't. They can't put it on. He's so he is like a pure can. free agent. Yeah. 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 I, I just I I think that. I think even in this scenario, in this scenario, Minnesota has a has an advantage. I do. I think they have an advantage. And if it is a team that comes out and says we're going to offer whatever it is that it takes to get Kirk Cousins, then I guess it's a win. But I think right now the best decision would be for Minnesota to try to bring them back. And if I'm a team that's on the outside looking in, I'm saying this kid is this guy is coming off of an Achilles injury. He's coming off of Achilles injury, and do we want to take that chance? I mean, we just watched another guy go down to the same exact injury, and he went to another team, and you paid to bring him there, and you were putting the the whole entire season on the shoulders of this guy, and he goes down in the first game. I'm just saying those are things that I would assume that you're going to take into consideration before you go out there and start spending crazy amounts of money on bringing in a quarterback thinking that he's going to be that missing piece to what it is that you're doing. Uh, I've been putting together a list. I want to throw it by you guys. Tell me what you think. So Brady pointed out Kirk Cousins Hall of Fame of NFL business as far business. as contracts and all that. Stands so, on it. So I've put Stands together uh, on it. Stands you on tell it. me what you think of this. I've put together a Mount Rushmore of business in the NFL. These are the top four players in NFL history when it comes to business. I got Kirk Cousins. I got Indomitian Sue. I got Darrell Revis. Yep. And I got Deshaun Watson. Yep. What do you think of that? It's a good list. Yeah. I mean, it's pretty amazing. Watson's obviously you got to be the highest up there because this one contract he'll make with the Browns is more than the 12 seasons of what Cousins has made. Now, granted, Cousins wasn't drafted in the first round, so there's that. But he's he's <laughs> well, made almost $232 million in his career. Watson's obviously getting, what, 200, was it 230 <laughs> like, like, cool 12 years of work. Yeah. Here's one for you. And he gets 230 guaranteed. Yeah, after not even playing this season. so I think it's a good list. Um, it, it, it still will go down as one of the craziest deals in NFL history. Like, when people look back who, like, weren't born or, like, didn't live through this time, they'll be like, wait, what was happening? What, what was he accused of? 
What? And he signed where? With oh wow, okay. I mean that's that's it, it still will, will will always be viewed as one of the craziest signings in NFL history. Yeah, and uh, it's your brownies, baby. Your brownies and uh, Kevin Stefanski and company are going to be uh, flying to Los Angeles to meet with Deshaun Watson because he's uh, recovering from his surgery. So saw that little tidbit be thrown out there. Um, it is two pros and a cup of Joe here on Fox Sports Radio. LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you. So coming up next here from the TireRack.com studios, we've got some people in the in the world of football getting a little greedy. All right, they're getting a little greedy. Find out who we're talking about. That's yours next here on FSR. Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Hey, I'm Doug Gottlieb. The podcast is called All Ball. We usually talk all basketball all the time, but it's more about the stories about what made these people love their sport and all the interesting interactions along the way. We talk to coaches. We talk to players. We tell you stories. You download it. You listen to it. I think you'll like it. Listen to All Ball with Doug Gottlieb on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. And you know O'Reilly Auto Parts? You know, o o o O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. 
Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Ah. Uh. Hell yeah. Yakety yak. It's two pros and a cup of Joe, Fox Sports Radio. LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you here. Coming up a little over 20 minutes from now from the TireRack.com studios. It's a Friday tradition, a football Friday tradition. We are going to have ourselves another edition of Over-Unders. That'll be yours here as we get you set for uh, several sporting events, things going on this weekend. I know a lot of people are like, well, there's no football going on. Doesn't mean you can't gamble your ass off. On there is football events. going on. Yeah, the combine. Yeah. yeah and uh, the, the other league is getting getting going, too. You know, it's football. That's right. You, uh, the, the UFL. I don't even know what to call it anymore. Is this what it is? The, the, the UFL. UFL I believe. There it yeah. is. Okay. Yeah. A little UFL action. Which, by the way, I think the USFL won that battle. Yeah. Because they both had FL. They got their letter yeah. in there first. They got three of their four letters in the name. Yeah. Yep. I mean, it, it's like, it could <laughs> be like the <laughs> UXFL <laughs> or the UXFL. <laughs> I almost, I almost got dumped there. <laughs> oh, that was so good. You Damn. didn't even know you walked right into like, it either. What were you going to say? Oh, gosh. You uh, I just, uh, you yeah. know, just talking a little bit too fast there. You know? <laughs> yeah, you had very close. That happens to you too, right? Yeah. Irish spring. <laughs> oh, well, yeah, but that's not like a, you know, a curse word. So oh, you just got to be. Uh, what he just said was funny as hell, and I heard it. <laughs> All Damn. the way. Uh, <laughs> You'll get that in the uh, podcast. If you go back and listen, <laughs> 425 or 725, like a little a few few seconds hey, before. You know what? That's <laughs> what it is. That's amazing. Um, I, I would like to uh, – we were talking yesterday about this college football playoff model, this 14-team model, and, yeah. um, you know, Brady Quinn very passionate about the fact that college football just can't like let us can, have a twelve. Can I apologize first off? I, oh. I know that was a little bit of an emotional rant yesterday. Who cares? Um, well, I, I look. I understand the people who are making decisions. They're not Nimrods. That was me just being frustrated with this. I am even more frustrated as news continues to come out how now the Big Ten and SEC yes. are pushing for guaranteed first round buys. <laughs> That's the best part. That's I'm the like. Best part. <laughs> It's like it's just, so egregious that I almost compliment them for being so greedy. Like it, it is. I, the fact, I, I wonder if there's a bigger play at hand. <laughs> the fact that no, they're they're like, well, we also would like. Not only do we want yeah. three teams in automatically, we'd also like to be guaranteed buys. Like the, yeah. if we if for our conference champion, I think it's tremendous. It's <laughs> it's leading me to think that this is actually the greater play. That they almost push away from the college football management committee and giving them any power to make this decision to try to do their own thing. Because what happens if these demands aren't met? I mean, in all seriousness, two years from now, 
because right now we're going to operate under a 12 team playoff for the next two years. But if if this if these demands are met, or if what the you know both the Big Ten and SEC want isn't met, they just branch off and make their own thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's the reality of it. Because clearly they feel like their conferences, and and look, they're not wrong in this. They should be at least the top two conferences and separate themselves from the rest. But it, it, it the whole thing's odd. I mean, if you think about making this process equitable, I think from the Big Ten and SEC standpoint, they're like. Well, we're giving you, as in like the ACC and the Big 12 and the group of five, we're giving you guys automatic qualifiers on your own because we think the at-large bids are going to be all ours. Like it's going to be the Big 10 and SEC bidding for those at-large bids. So you're lucky to get even two in because there might be years we only get one in, right? Like there's a, there's a thought to all of it that the Big 10 is being generous, well, the SEC is being generous because they're they're allowing the ACC and the Big 12 to have two automatic bids. I just keep going back to the idea of an automatic bid in this entire process. And I understand that with the at-large bids, you could have a lot more teams from one conference. But to me, it's just unnecessary. It goes against everything you talk about when you talk about competition in sport. And so I, I hate every single thing that I, I see from all this. And I, and I do wonder if the greater play is for the two biggest conferences to be so frustrated with this process that they, if they don't get, the, get what they want, they just break off and do their own thing. Mm. And you know what? That's fine. <laughs> I'll watch. Like you did tell me the SEC and Big Ten are going to go do their own thing. No problem. If that no happens, man. though, then now it's back to square one in terms of Who's who's your national title holder? Who's who's your champ? Oh, I don't think it is because those, those we'll, we'll look at those two and and that's all we'll define. Another thing that I think will happen if that does take place is you'll see movement from the ACC and the Big Twelve if they want anymore. Like the ACC, more likely you'll see the Clemson's, the UNC's, the Miami's, the Florida States, Florida State. We already know you'll see those schools want to get out and join one of the bigger two conferences. Mm. Uh I just I think uh, if you can't define who the national champ is, then I mean, what's it all worth? Like you're going to, have to say two or three teams, you are the national champ, like a little co-national champ, like the early '90s. I think is whack. Come on, man. I think is whack. The yeah, best but, should play the best. What are you talking about? And, you, and then see see what happens. Lavar, this is like partly your doing. All right, you've been promoting the Big Ten so much, you've gassed them up so much that now. They're taking everything. They're coming for everything. <laughs> everybody coming else for it has all. got. Yeah, <laughs> taking it all. Yeah, man. Listen, <laughs> the playoff is the play. If you're going to really do a playoff and you want to determine who the best player is, like I, I, I think it makes the most sense. You take automatic bid is if you win your your conference. That's an automatic bid. And I, the- I'm not even sure. By the way, I want that now. Now that I think about it, and, you, and here's the reason why. The Big Ten used to be the, the East and the West. Yep. And and what has it always basically been for the past decade? The East has kicked the crap out of the West. Yep. So I know it's gonna be we're gonna be aligned different, and so we're not gonna probably come across that issue. But what what happens if you did get an issue where you've got a team that really probably should be more of an at large bid that happens to upset a team in the Big Ten championship? I don't like, have a problem with that. If if you lost that, it, it's it's like in March Madness, right? You could be a top seed, but if you lose at the wrong time, that Cinderella team advances. 
and you go I, home. I, I guess. I just if a team has like five losses, for example, coming into that, and they then they create an upset. I'm going. Ah, I don't know. You know, like is is this really what we're looking for? But yeah. I, I was saying, I, I think here. a champ is a champ. If if you make I, it to I, I the think, championship game and you win the game, you're the champ. So the, you get the, your the, bid. The greater issue with all of this, with the automatic bids and even first round buys, is what would ever possess an athletic director or a coach to create a, a strong strength of schedule. You know what I'm saying? Like, like why, why, why would you ever want to play any tough opponent in your non-conference? Yeah, if you're a big fan I don't of, think you should, if you're other big, than to prepare your team. If you're a big fan of the Charleston-Southern-Alabama matchup, yeah, you'll get that every single year. If it's not— if it's, home and home? Here. If, if playing a tough out-of-conference schedule gets you closer to having an opportunity by strength of schedule to get into the playoff, then yes, you do it. But if you don't have that pressure on you, you don't do it. You I don't, don't think take you do that chance. model. Well, you don't take that chance. I don't have a problem with that. The, the other thing that I think needs to be fixed first before we move forward with anything in regards to college football is make every conference play the same amount of conference games. That's not that complicated. Like, until that gets changed and that gets fixed, where everyone's playing nine, we're looking at going, it's still a little bit of an apples to oranges comparison because it opens up the door for another Charleston Southern. No disrespect to that school. Damn. But it, it opens up the door for that for another, you know, extra week that isn't, it's not necessary. I lived, I lived right up the road from Charleston Southern. When your conference get in, and the rest is based off of your ranking. If you're ranked, what? how many teams are left? It's, it's what, four? Four now that matter? Or five? It's what still four, four conferences that matter. Yeah. So four get in, and the rest are by by rating, by ranking. Like yeah. So if you have a guy— well, te- have, technically, technically, the highest group of five would get in as well. So you'd say five. So five, yeah. okay, and then that leaves it's it's nine. it's nine. Yeah, come on, the rest the rest based off of of the ranking. Put the rest in based off of the ranking, and then seed them based off of however you want. Now, once you get into the seeding, then now I'm gonna get into but saying I, okay, <laughs> this this Iowa team that upset Ohio State should. I don't know, be rated here. They're not going to get a bye week or whatever it may be. I, I don't know. But, <laughs> do but rank them that's from the there. problem. With, with this model, the Big Ten would be opting for that champion to get a bye week. Uh, a bye week. It's right. So now, that, funny, that, that's a, <laughs> I don't know about that. The that's what I'm saying. Yeah, like, I mean, I, I get that part of it. Yeah, I guess. Okay. I guess. But, but they still should be in there. <laughs> Yeah, I'm not. I'm not advocating for them not to be. I, I, look, this was the holdup. If you really want to hear the behind the scenes from when it went from four teams to twelve teams, this was the holdup in the past. The Big Ten wanted to make sure that their champion would be an automatic qualifier into the twelve team playoff, and what it eventually ended up pushing it over the line was the language was constructed as such that it would be near impossible for a Big Ten champion to not be able to make it in, uh, even if it was a, a four-loss team you know, from the West, for example, because of how it was language and how you know, the, those, those top teams, conference champions, would be, would be ranked. So that was kind of what held it up for about a year. Well, we're here now, and the problem is you still have now conferences advocating for. I mean, first off, get away with 14, go to 16. I don't think any college teams deserve buys. I just don't. 
I mean, they play, half these teams play enough cupcakes anyway during the season <laughs> where you basically call it that. Mm-hmm. Again, no disrespect to those smaller schools, but that's what it's become. So go 16. You don't need any buys. Stop with the automatic qualifiers at, at outside of conference champs at a maximum. And then the rest, I'd say, make them, make them earn it. And if you're going to have a, a playoff committee, make them actually have to decide instead of these always automatic qualifiers. It's, uh, man, college football. I don't know. I, I, first, first of all, I can't wait for the 12 team. I just love the balls of the Big Ten and the SEC to try and go for this. Just like that's not enough. We want more. Uh, I'm telling you right now, man. I think it's setting up for them to break off to do their own thing. Because mm-hmm. then they're gonna have a gripe. Like, listen, we tried to play. We tried we to tried, work with yeah. you guys, and then you guys didn't want to do yeah, it. Yeah, so we're we're just gonna go do our own thing. Oh man, that's hilarious. Because here's um, the other thing: is what happens if there is more movement? What happens if more teams leave the ACC, so you don't get Florida State anymore, and maybe they move to the Big Ten or whoever else it is? You know, UNC. You hear rumors of even Virginia looks like a good spot for the Big Ten because their academic standards. You start kind of combing through this and go, well, are they still going to be awarded those two automatic qualifiers then? If that conference is looked at as as even less than what it was when you made the deal, look what happened to the Pac-12. So I, I just I think this is almost a ploy or strong-arming by both these conferences to break off and do their own thing. And by the way, did people give you a hard time because you were a little bit critical yesterday? Uh, of the? No, uh, I, I actually give myself a hard time. That was It was stupid and immature for me to use that verbiage. I'll just I'll be openly honest. That yeah. was a mistake on my part. I just – look, man, I, I love college football. I love I, – I, I mean it sincerely, and I get really frustrated. And look, maybe I'm one of those people who should do more about it or try to do more about it, you know, and get more involved. Well, I got news for you. When it comes to radio, Nimrod, top 10 term. So they don't like it. Let us use it. When's the last language. time someone called you a Nimrod, by the way? Um, I don't know, but can we like dust that off? And it's a dope. Making it's that? a dope yeah. word. I mean, what guys what the last time word. for me? What was that? I'm pretty sure it was Jonas. I think Jonas called me a Nimrod at one point. Yikes. And that was the last time it happened. It's just one of those throwbacks. It was a, it's a, I didn't even take offense to it. <laughs> Lee, can you look up the origin of Nimrod? we got to get to the bottom of this because we're, we're going to dust that off and bring it back. We're going to make it cool again. Uh, all right, so it is two pros and a cup of Joe here on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox <laughs> with you. Uh, all right, Lee, do we have an answer uh, as to where the origin of Nimrod, what, what the origin is here? Yeah, very unlikely backstory here. Nimrod actually is a biblical term or biblical name for the great-grandson of Noah. And then it wasn't really turned into you know a term for idiot or moron until Bugs Bunny made it so when he would go against Elmer Fudd in the 40s and 50s for... Uh, in the, car- in the cartoons, of course. Oh, wow. I mean, well, how do you go from being Noah, who had the ark, who saved the animals and basically, like, the earth? Yeah. Right? Like, to his son being a punchline. Like, something had to happen along the way where Nimrod became... Like, he did something, right? He had to have done something. Yeah, I mean, and the fact that he was able to do all that on the water, but they couldn't... You well, know, that get, was Noah. Yeah, but they couldn't get the Titanic's, you know, where it needed to go safely. I mean, they're Nimrods, like, if we're going to be honest about it here. And, and it was actually, you know, it's Hebrew for hunter, so it was actually it was actually a, a compliment. Mighty hunter is what it was used for. So how did okay. it turn into a derogatory term? Well, you know, now that I think about it, I mean, Elmer Fudd is a hunter. Okay. So maybe it wasn't derogatory. Maybe it was just he's it, calling. It him was a only used when he was outsmarting Elmer Fudd, though. Oh, huh. Now that's more context. Yeah. See, okay. Pe- people learn something today. 
So if you're so it's actually on, an endearing term. Yeah. If you, mm-hmm. I yeah. always thought Nimrod meant like you were like an idiot. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Hey, I don't care. I'll call. I, you know, I'm I'm still gonna use it. So if you think it's a compliment, that's fine. Just know that it's not meant to be a compliment. So for any of you, it's not meant to be a compliment. Yeah, for any of you Nimrod, any of you Nimrods out there, <laughs> glad we cleared that up. Uh, I was just a Nimrod on my text messages. By the way, I deleted it. Lavar can't. I deleted stop. the threat. Lavar can't stop texting our boss on the group thread. Like, why do you just? It's clearly it's defined there. You know, it's not on my phone. It's clearly defined on yours. It's not on mine. I thought it was me, you, and Lee. I mean, me, oh you, me, you, Lee, and Q <laughs> is what I thought. Clearly, many, it wasn't. Too many threads going on. Clearly, um, it wasn't. All right. Well, it is two pros and a cup of Joe here on Fox Sports Radio. Coming up next here from the TireRack.com studios, we've got some over-unders as you get set for a busy weekend in the world of sports. That's yours here on FSR. Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific. Hey, it's Jonas Knox, and you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, O O O O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. 
Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Two pros and a cup of Joe. Fox Sports Radio, LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you here. Coming up top of next hour, a little over 10 minutes from now, from the TireRack.com studios. We're going to try and get some inside information as to whether or not one team could be eyeing a certain somebody atop the NFL draft. That'll be yours here again, coming up a little over 10 minutes from now. A reminder before we get to another edition of Over-Unders, though, that shortly after our show, our podcast will be going up. So if you've missed any of today's show, be sure to check out the pod. You Search two pros wherever you get your podcast. Be sure to also follow, rate, and review the podcast. Again, just search two pros wherever you get your podcast. You'll see today's show posted right after we get off the air. Time to put your money where your mouth is. I have been losing. You know you're a lying, low-life gambling degenerate. It's over under. All right, leave the lap. How'd we do last week? Technically, it was the week before, but that's okay, right? Or was it? Yeah. Oh, yeah, because we, yeah, we were in for the herd last week, so we didn't yeah, do over right. unders. We should have. It's all right. That is right. That is right. But uh, let's go over it anyway. We had the NBA All Star game that we were previewing, and the over under was set at a uh, staggering 364, <laughs> which was no problem for the NBA All Star game. They hit the over on that uh, big time with the East winning 211 to 186. Jonas was the uh, over on that one. Good job, Jonas. Good job, Jonas. Yeah. yeah. Thanks, man. I didn't call the over. I called the over. No, you had don't no. care. Don't care. Uh, yeah, I didn't wow. care. That's because I don't play defense. Damn. <laughs> okay, good. Good. I don't care. Just a little bit of a preview of what's to come here. Yeah, as well. racist, man. Uh, well, there's no way I could have won anything. Man. I didn't care. Well, yeah. I did say it was over. They don't play defense, though, but go ahead. <laughs> also for NBA All-Star Weekend, we were previewing that Steph Curry versus Sabrina, Sabrina Ionescu uh, three-point contest. We set the over-under of uh, shots that Steph would beat Sabrina by at three and a half. Oh. He beat Sabrina 29-26. to 26. Mm, Just so hitting the under on that one. Jonas had the under. Brady hey, had the over. NBA guy here. LeVar, you had don't care. Yeah. Two over uh, Jonas. Hey, you know NBA what, though? <laughs> like... The, the, you know, in defense of LeVar, I also didn't I care. Don't. That's true. <laughs> I, don't care. I should actually get, give you a point still on this one. Yeah. Oh, good. Uh, we This is one that we're going to have to scratch off. Tiger Woods' round two score was at 70 and a half. He had to withdraw. So nobody wins on that one. That's just a uh, scratch that off here. Huh? Hmm. Guys, we had UFC 298 between Volkanovski and uh, Tapuria. Am I saying that right, Jonas? Yeah, Ilya Taporia. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, we had round set at four and a half. Round two knockout. Yeah, Good I job, over. Jonas. I said the over on that, yeah. yeah. What did I say? The over? Oh, you had it too, Brady. Yeah, you had Brady the under as well. Under I'm sorry. I, I see that now. Yep. Yeah, I Brady. usually just go with Jonas because I don't really follow. I, I followed Brady's lead on that. That's not true. That's not true. He's so humble. That's not true. I don't follow any fighting. I got too many other things to follow, man. I, I got like youth soccer. I'm, I'm still always concerned by and worried about. 
getting other sports and stuff. You know, I'm watching. I'm watching. I'm doing gate analysis of Lavar's son, watching him run. Yeah, I'm like, he's got that stride. What up, man, man? He's got, he's nice got that stride, stride, man. He's got nice little strides. Yes, he does. Thank you. Thank you. Pretty fast. Fast yeah. dude. Hey, if you're fast, you go last. No, if you Except go the fast, you you go you go first. Whoever they're running against, like, I, why was their second guy so fast? I don't know, but he tracked that dude. Y'all down. need to. Hey, you guys need to recruit him. <laughs> they, I mean, but they were all pretty fast. Like the the second and third. The second leg, dude looked to be the fastest guy. He was well because he had the most ground. He had to, to take on, but the yeah, third he guy, he crushing. he was out of there too. Third guy was moving too. Yeah, yeah he right. was out of there. They, they had a bad baton pass. It huh? was a bad pass. Yeah. Well, how was that their anchor though? Their anchor looks slow. Yeah, I, don't, I think he made, it was made to look slow. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. I, mean, I, I think even if they, regardless of how they switched up the order, you guys still would have crushed it. I mean, I don't know. I just know they finished strong. That's all I know. They started strong, they finished strong. Our our, in, our second and third was bad. Yeah. I would thought your first wasn't great. First one was, he was good. Was he? Murph was good. Okay. It was the second one. Augustus, I think that is his name. He was, he was slow. Antonio. Another kid. That kid yeah. was moving. Yeah. Like white lightning out there. He he ran he ran Antonio down. All right, sorry. Guys, no last way. one from yep. uh, from that week was a preview of Daytona 500. Even or odd. William Byron took the win at odd. Daytona 500. Woo! That was an even number 24. If you might have been thinking of Daniel Suarez in the three wide last Woo! week at Atlanta. Uh, so that brought That's it out to... Jonas three and one, Brady two and two, and Lavar's going strong with do not care. Yeah. I, I hate to uh, correct you here, Lee, but um, I got that one. I had odd. Yes, I always had and, and it was an even number, correct? No, it was an even number. I see the paper I gave you was wrong. It was actually William Byron, number twenty-four, that won the Daytona Five Hundred last week. Daniel Suarez, number ninety-nine, Lee, won Atlanta. We, we, yes. we know, but Jonas got that one wrong. Yeah, I am so saying he got, that. he got two wrong. Yes, he did get. Yeah, I'm sorry. You are uh, two and two. Two and two. Two, 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 two and two versus I'm two confused. and two. Yeah, I know. All right, so what do we got this week? All right, Lee, what do we got this week? All right, here we go. I'm confused. Lee's confused. I'm confused. Guys, right. Justin Field trades by this time next week. Is that a half? Um, Under. Or wait, does under mean it'll happen before then? <laughs> yeah, it's a great question. We need clarification. Number of trades by this time next week. So under would mean no trade. Over then. There'll be a I'll trade. take the over. Yeah. I'm going to take the under. No trade yet. Guys, fastest 40-yard dash at the combine, 4.265. Over, under. Mm, I'll take the over. over, Hopefully it's that dude from Texas Tech who doesn't believe in space. I'll take the under. (laughs) He is the favorite to win it. Uh, Most bench press reps, 38.5. Ooh, I'm going to take the over on that. Uh, I'll take the over. Yeah, I like that a little more. Yeah. There's a couple big... Big dudes. I'll take the under. <laughs> Guys, some college basketball here for you. Penn State is at Minnesota. Notre Dame versus Clemson. Number of winners between these two, one and a half. Under. Oh, and that being for Penn State and Notre Dame. Yeah, yeah, under. Wait, me. only two games? Yeah. Uh, I'm just putting those two out there. Uh, uh, the number of winners, I mean, there's going to be Penn over. State and Notre Dame. Under. Over. Under. Big I'll take boys. the over. Let's get it done. Even rod at NASCAR. Odd. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. 
No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.